back to today with Dr. K. I'm Dr. K. Wise Wyatt. Folks, we're going to have to pick up that conversation again. Uh, we definitely stepped on a lot of toes. We touched a raw nerve. I mean, it's hard to talk about. I have more experiences that I want to bring to the table because we have to get beyond that. Uh, but in the last couple of minutes we have today, I'm joined now by Councilman Zeke Cohen, who wrote a piece on Facebook about his time teaching in the classroom, teaching, as he said, about critical race theory and what happened as a result of it. Let me just welcome you to the show, Councilman Cohen. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Dr. Kat? I'm doing well. Can you talk first about the Facebook post and then about the story that you shared? Yeah. So the other night I was watching, I think it was CNN, and I saw this um, clip of a woman in Virginia, actually, who was going off on her child's school board and just very upset and basically said, you know, my daughter came home and she's been indoctrinated to hate herself because she's white and you all are responsible and my child is six years old. And for me, that clip triggered this memory I had from being a teacher in Curtis Bay in South Baltimore, um, teaching in a really diverse Um, but very low-income school where I had this experience teaching social studies, middle school history, and my principal called me into her office, and in there was a student and her mom. And the student was a young person who had a good relationship with, very smart, very quiet little girl, um, but clearly paid attention. And... You know, I come in and and I'm starting to sweat because you never want to be called away from your classroom to go see your principal in that kind of way. And my principal says, look, Mr. Cohen, there's been an accusation against you. And I start really sweating because, you know, this is, you know, we're, we're, we're in an era where accusations really matter. And so I ask, okay, what's, what's going on? And the mom speaks next and she says, you know, my daughter came home last night and she said that Jew is trying to convert us and that's not okay with me. And I was just like, where, where is this even coming from? Um, you know, I was, I was teaching world religions at the time. Um, you know, we, we were teaching about Buddhism and Hinduism and Judaism and Christianity and Islam and, and several other religions as well. And so my principal, you know, looks over at me and she's like, Mr. Cohen, is that true? And I said, no, of course not. I I have no interest in converting anyone to anything. And I had really tried to not even introduce that I was Jewish until a student had asked. Um, And so then my principal turns to the student and says, okay, is this true? has he been trying to convert you to Judaism? And the little girl looks over at her mom and her mom is clearly furious. And she looks over at me and then she looks back at her mom and she starts to cry. And she says, no, I made it up. I don't know why I made it up, but he didn't do any of that. And my principal, God bless her, says, okay, Mr. Cohen, go back to your classroom. I'm sorry for bothering you. And then just goes, absolutely ballistic 
um, because she really felt like um, this situation had exposed me in a way that was very, very, very unfair. So in reflecting on that, later in the year, I was able to take my students to the United States Holocaust Museum, and I reached out to the mom who had been part of that conversation, and I asked her to come as a chaperone. And anyone who's been to the United States Holocaust Museum is emotionally, whether you're Jewish or not, an incredibly devastating place to go to. It is just visceral and raw, and there are images of concentration camps, which are just incredibly painful and disturbing. Um, and so all of my students, everyone that went through that experience came out um, just feeling really sobered. And, you know, even my toughest young people uh, were like, that. that's, I, I can never imagine that. I can't believe they did that to human beings. Um, and when we got back to Baltimore, this mom approached me and came up and was really like, clearly nervous and she didn't look me in the eyes and she said, Hey, I want to talk to you. I'm sorry. And, and I asked her what she was sorry about. And she said, you know, I, I really thought that the Holocaust was exaggerated because that's what I was taught. And I've never really known a real Jew before. Like I've seen Jews, I've heard about Jews, but to actually meet one is very, very strange. And, yeah, and I asked her, like, you know, I'm sure having me teach your daughter was very different. And she said it was. And that was the end of the conversation. But I could tell that she had been deeply impacted by this experience. And I'd like to think that um, her mindset shifted um, and that moving forward, she had a greater understanding of uh, that Jewish people are human um, and that we're, we're all put here by God and um, that she treated others with more respect. And her daughter um, got an A- in my class, went on to a really good high school um, and seems to be doing well. But watching this woman go off on her school book, on her right. school board, just triggered this memory and just made me think about how reluctant we are as Americans to honestly acknowledge and interrogate the most painful parts of our history. Right. That, that we are, you know, uh, Obama's former, um, uh, who was it, who said, you know, we, we are a nation of cowards when it comes to confronting racism and acknowledging it. And I think this entire backlash, this entire parents' rights movement that has proven to be incredibly politically potent and very well ha may have won the governorship in Virginia, um, I think is so deeply rooted in this deep ambivalence that we have as a country to be honest about our own history. Right. And when we think about critical race theory or whatever we want to call it, to me, it's just teaching the truth and teaching history. And, you know, Baldwin has this amazing quote where he says, American history is more beautiful and more terrible than anything anyone has ever said about it. And my belief is that our kids deserve to learn all of it and that we shouldn't sugarcoat or pretend away 
the parts that bring us discomfort. Um, so I've been wrestling with that for the last week or so. Um, and, you know, I thought I got to talk to Dr. K about this because she is no, wise and insightful. No, but I think I think it, it leads into a greater discussion. So first, um, as always, I thank you for just being open about this and putting it on Facebook. I mean, the fact that it was been viewed over, I think, 300,000 times, thousands of shares. And you've really struck a nerve with people in talking about kind of the broad umbrella around the issues around race, gender, ethnicity, around religion. I mean, the fact that there is this push now in some southern states to teach both sides of the Holocaust, which is very disturbing to me. And I want to have you speak about that because I have some very strong views about teaching both sides of slavery, which is, you know, that these were these were workers who were not happy with the amount of money they were making, which is very different than the real brutality and horror of American slavery. Where do you stand on that idea of like, let's teach that the Holocaust wasn't either it didn't exist, it didn't happen or wasn't as bad as people said it is, said it was? Yeah, I mean, look, it is just factually inaccurate. There is no two sides of the Holocaust. And I know this because half of my family was slaughtered in concentration camps in Germany and in Poland. The other half survived and escaped and, thank God, made it ultimately to New York and to the United States. Otherwise, we're not having this conversation. Similarly, I think that Americans generally have done such a poor job of teaching both the Civil War and then Reconstruction afterward and sort of the, the, this small democratic moment where Southern states were forced to, forced to um, liberate enslaved Black people um, and allow formerly enslaved people to participate in their own governance. And then that was crushed violently and brutally. And so much of the history that we teach about the Civil War and about Reconstruction and and just about the ethos of white supremacy, I think has been so badly whitewashed in our history books. It's incredible. And I think there is like this trauma, this American trauma of not wanting to air into the ugliness of what we've done, um, where we just completely whitewash it. And, you know, this whole Confederate nostalgia, this idea that the Civil War wasn't about slavery, it was really about states' rights, and it was about, you know, the South not wanting to be dictated to. I mean, it's just complete and total nonsense. And, And yet, so many Americans are convinced that that's the truth. And I think we're in a perilous place for our democracy when not only are a large amount of Americans unclear about what's happened in the past, but there is a whole political party and ecosystem that thrives off of lying and misinformation and then crushing um, any sort of real honest conversation um, about what's happened and crushing diversity and equity and inclusion efforts. I mean, it just, to me, it makes your work in the center just all the more relevant and urgent, okay. because I think we are really facing a crisis of democracy in our country. 
I agree. Now, you have two things that you said that I have to have you back because we've run out of time. But I want you to, next time we talk, I want to talk about you, that notion of staring into the ugliness and the crisis of democracy. I want us to I follow love, up and have love that to come back and, and do that. Um, so I, think, I think there's a lot to unpack. I think we have a lot to unpack. Folks, go online to Councilman Cohen's Facebook page. Take a look at the piece that he wrote and then meet me back here so we can discuss it. We'll be back at 2 p.m. tomorrow for another conversation that matters. Thank you, Councilman Cohen. So sorry, Matt and Jamila, I could not get to you. It's been an honor and a privilege to serve you in this way. To serve you in this way. To serve you in this way.